www.thepeachcoffee.com. So today's episode, I just want to just walk, walk through what it means to have abundant life in Christ Jesus. And as I do, I just want to just take a moment with you all and just and just to think about where has God brought you? How far has he brought you from where you are and where you are right now in this moment of life? Where has he brought you? And I just want you just to meditate on just what he has done through you being as a new believer, if you're not a new believer right now, to, or if you are a new believer and just started to walk with Christ, just to just think of on where you have been before Christ. And it's just, it's just so, so important just to just think on and just remember all the ways God has brought us closer to Him and what He is doing to draw us close, closer to Him. The main verse I want to share is um, John 10.10 10 that says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the devil. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But he has come so that we may have life and life to the fullest. It just brings me just so much joy in, in knowing that <laughs> the life that he has, he brings brings us when we accept him and put our faith in him it's just amazing just to just to know that he he wants us to have a life of two to four so abundant life and what that may look like it means just having a life um, with with just Having a life filled with destroy of salvation and walking with hand hand by hand with Christ and following his every step and following his ways. It might not be always easy and trust me because it's it's not. And he promises. He he didn't say it's going to be an easier life. He actually says the opposite. He said it's actually going, it's going to be tribulation. And, and those who believe will walk through trials. But he does promise that he will give peace. Just as John fourteen twenty seven says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. This is what he promises. It's just so lovely just to and comforting to know that whatever we walk through, 
we can trust him to be uh, the father of peace. He is the father of peace and and he'll give it to us when we draw close to him in the, in the midst of whatever we go through. To continue seeking him first above all other things. Because peace, it doesn't mean the absence of hardship. But it means, but it means embracing the Lord with who he, with who he is and what he's promised. That is how we can have peace. And we can have peace by knowing too, Lord, too, that He's going to help us. As we ask, when we seek His help, and, and when, when we go through the darkest valley, He's going to lead us beside still waters when, when we draw near to Him. A life through the falls it also means is it means not looking for the to the world to satisfy us, but looking to him who ultimately satisfies our souls. He he satisfies our longing in this life. I want the longing to be loved, the longing to be free, the longing to the longing to find fulfillment. He is our fulfillment. He is our portion forevermore. <laughs> that is who he is. So as we just look to him and look not to love the things of this life and this worldly things, but, but to love who the Lord is and to love him with all of our heart and soul and might and nothing else. Knowing that he is the one in him, we lack no good thing. That is who, who we can draw near to. That is, that is a promise he makes. When we make him our priority, when he, we make him the one who is above all, the one who we seek after above all the other things and in the, the attention that the world wants us to seek after. But to see that he he's the one who wants our full affection, attention, and devotion, and all that. Because he came to lay down his life. For, for God sent his one and only son. For God so loved the world that He came. That while we were so sinners, that His Son Jesus laid down His life for us. That is why we are to seek Him, to to seek to live for Christ. And when we do that, we will start to see that our life is full with Christ. And that nothing else we do, nothing, no desire of this, of this life will 
surpass our desire for the Lord. And to know too that as as we as we see too that we can walk in freedom because Christ paid it all for us to live a life with him. So that means we can be free, set free from walking in condemnation. For Romans 8.1 says, Therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And we can look to that too. But also the freedom of just knowing that we are His forevermore. And that there is nothing that can separate us from the love of Christ. We have been bought because those who are His have been bought by His precious blood, the precious blood of Jesus. <laughs> and because of that, there's nothing else that can make us free, but only Him who can bring us to walk a life of freedom. How amazing is that? And to know too that since we we are no longer slaves of sin, we are to walk confidently and walk in the, in the ways of God and walking by the Spirit and not by the flesh. I actually just want to read through the whole chapter of Galatians 5 and I pray this encourages you. So it said, For freedom Christ has set us free, stand firm therefore and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are suffered from Christ, you who would be justified by the law. You have fallen away from grace. But through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. You are running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This precision Procession is not from him who calls you. A little living livens the whole lump. I have confidence in the Lord that you will take no other view, and the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. But if I, brothers, still preach circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would emasculate themselves. For you are called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and defile one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you are not gratify the desires of the flesh. 
For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you as I warned you before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So I just want to go through Galatians 5, the passage, and I just want to just go through it and touch on just the briefly it's about how it is because Christ has says free that we can stand firm against sin, being controlled by sin, being controlled by walking by the flesh. Because the enemy is going to want to tempt God's own to walk by the flesh. But we are not to grandify, we are not to desire what may be pleasing with with walking by the flesh, with the things that may look appealing at the moment, but really it takes us away from the fullness of life that he has called us to. But when we walk by the Spirit, when we have the fruit of the Spirit, we have the love, the joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And, and when we decide to walk by the Spirit, then there was fullness of life. Then we can truly walk in freedom that Christ has called us to. When we are in step with the Spirit, when, when we do, do not let the flesh take hold of us. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the flesh, yeah. <laughs> it means letting go of of just deciding to daily live daily in the flesh and deciding to to walk by the Spirit instead. <laughs> so I just want to ask you, what ways do you see yourself walking by the flesh? In what ways, in, in what ways t- can you instead walk by the Spirit? Because there was, 
there was so much going on in our lives and there was constant temptations and and just worldly desires that catch catch our eyes <laughs> but but we are not to to let that take a hold of us but instead we are, we are to seek the lord and and ask him to to be the one who helps us to instead of looking at being satisfied by by walking by the flesh and said I'm longing just to be satisfied and and looking to live by the spirit <laughs> and the more that you take the stand against the flesh <laughs> the more that the fruit of the spirit would be evident and and then it would just flow through your life in the way that you live. <laughs> Just how amazing is that? <laughs> and and it can be easy to to just see what what just look at the the fleshly desires and, and just be tied down and just wanting it <laughs> but may we instead want want to live by the spirit may that be what we um what we as new creations in Christ long after instead And as we do, people around us will notice it and will take note of the ways that we are living by the Spirit and, and walking by the Spirit. And when that happens, then those around us will start to see the light of Him, of, of the Lord. That is what will happen when the fruit of the Spirit flows out of our lives. People will wonder. And, and when we live by the Spirit too, the flesh, the fleshy desires and all that will actually become more unappealing to us. Because all we want when... All we want when we we walk by the Spirit is just to live for Him, for the Lord, and and then the enemy's tactics and the enemy's tactics will continue. But that's all the more reason why we are to live in step with the Spirit and, and keep in step with the Spirit. In all the ways I've mentioned in this podcast about this living to the fullness of, of life that he that he has called us to. So I just hope you have a wonderful day, lovely day, and, and that God bless you and 
Talk to you next time. Tunepocket.com.